we're back again. Guess who's back? <laughs> no. No. No, we're not going there right now. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm Keenan. I'm Derek. What show are we doing? Uh, True Neutral. <laughs> there we go. There it is. <laughs> None of your business, actually. None of your business. We're not a show. We just speak into microphones and you all listen. That's the point of this. Yeah. <laughs> not a show. <laughs> not a show. Definitely um, not a structured system or anything. Oh, yeah. A quick shout out to whoever is in Ann Arbor. They downloaded like 40 episodes. Oh, hell yeah. I don't, I don't know. Cool. But. Thank you. That's fucking badass. <coughs> Maybe we'll start getting some emails. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> that would be pretty neat. That'd be awesome. If you want to email us, email us at trueneutral at trueneutralpod at gmail.com. It'd be really convenient. You can say stuff to us. You, you can yell at us. Yeah. I remembered to do it in the first five minutes of the show this time. Wow. Called it a show again. <laughs> at the very end, we were manic and laughing. That's the whole time for me. You know that. Yeah. I'm always manic and laughing. That's. <laughs> you guys think that's a bit. That's literally just my life. That's literally, I, I, I just can't help it. I talk too much, and then I manically laugh, and then I walk away, and everyone's left feeling very confused about what just happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keenan's watched me do it. <coughs> I have, and I, the fun part is I get to walk away with him most of the time, so everybody's like, and who was that guy? Because he was also there. He just didn't say anything the whole time, just sipped an entire drink. <laughs> At that point, are you just drinking a drink? Can you sip down an entire drink? I think you're just Believe it or not, it. I can. I, I, do you slurp it when you sip? No. Is that what constitutes a sip? Because I always thought that a sip was just a small amount of liquid that you drink. <laughs> you can't take one long sip and finish a drink. That's just drinking. <laughs> Beyond that, that might even be chugging a drink. <laughs> no, no, it's, it was a very long sip. I guess, no, because chugging, there's the action of, like, head back, mm. can or drink in the air, like, going to going to town on it. <laughs> but I think one long sip is just, you're just drinking a drink, man. You're not sipping a drink. <laughs> Come on. No. <laughs> like. Not the way I do it. <laughs> this doesn't make sense. That's not how that works. <laughs> Oh. Like based on the definition of the word. <coughs> you know what? I'm, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look up the word sip. <laughs> the definition of the word sip. We're less than three minutes in and you got your phone out Googling stuff. I do. I do. To drink something by taking small mouthfuls. Small mouthfuls. You cannot do it in one continuous sip. That's not... Depends on how big your mouth is. No! <laughs> no, it doesn't! <laughs> because no matter how big a human being is, one can of drink is never going to be small enough amount that it's considered a small mouthful. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> End of argument. You're just eh. drinking a drink, man. <laughs> Casually sips entire drink. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me so angry, but it does. Oh, uh, anyway, we got some some news. Some we news. Do. Um, are we ignoring our weeks this week? Oh, uh, yeah, no. How I mean, was mine your week? Was boring. It doesn't. It, was boring. I, it really doesn't matter because I didn't do anything but work and sleep. But. <laughs> I was just asking. <laughs> Talk earlier about how we have a very rigid structure, and then there's just none of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not rigid, but it's a skeleton most of the time. It's 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 a skeletal. Yeah, it's there. We ride skeletal lightning, and if anybody got that reference, I love you. <laughs> um, so I wanna I wanna start off on on. Anything heavy we got, and I got one heavier thing. And I have one mildly heavier thing, so... Alright, so, uh, my bit of news this week, and this, uh, pretty much just came out, um, was that it'll be, a, you know, a few days old news by the time you hear this, but, uh, Justin Roiland was 
charged with domestic violence and false imprisonment. Oh, wow. Back in 2020. Um, the news just became public now. It was able to, he was able to keep it like under wraps until pre-trial, but it seems there was a settlement. And, uh, yeah. Hmm. Uh, I mean, it's not the first time he's had bad shit done, or, you know, been... He made that video a while back where he made the the joke about killing the baby or raping the baby or whatever it was. Uh, that was Dan Harmon. Oh, that was Dan Harmon. Yeah, this is just the other creator, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't. It doesn't really look uh, good for him, because it does look like they settled. Yeah. Out of out of court, um, which always to me implies guilt, and just not a want of a. Like an actual conviction, you know. You just pay him enough to, not get a record, basically. Yeah. I mean. But that's that's my opinion, and all all of this is alleged. No one was charged. No one was like indicted. I don't think. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, and I am the the three articles I saw all uh, were very much, you know, on the Jane Doe side, and rightfully so, uh, as far as I can tell. There seems to be a lot of evidence. Yeah. Which is just a shame. It is. Uh, uh, that's no bueno. Yeah. And it's so hard to be like, hey, you probably shouldn't support this guy. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, High on Life just came out not that long ago. And uh, it seems pretty cool. It seems like a pretty decent game. People are loving it. There's a lot of like popular comedians in there. There's a lot of people that worked really hard on that game. So I don't think you should, you know, not, but also maybe not. As much, maybe maybe pirate some more stuff. Yeah, uh, maybe allegedly. pirate like this stuff he does, like because like you said, there's a lot of people that put a lot of time and effort into that game that aren't him. Right. <laughs> like. Right. A lot of good people worked on that game. Yeah. And it's hard to just um, it, boycott it, it. it. It's kind of the same way that I think of like like a, I was talking about separating the art and the artist, especially when it comes to J.K. Rowling. And, I mean, uh. I know. And, because th- I, and it's hard for me to boycott things like the, the game that's coming out. Because, I mean, I know she gets a cut of it, but so does everyone else that worked on that game. And not everyone that worked on that game is her. I, I understand that. It's, it's just, yeah. I just can't do it. It's gross. It, it makes me feel bad to know that she's going to get any money from that after the things she said, the places she's donated to, the people she supported publicly. She tweeted on Christmas and said, Merry Turfmas. Yeah. Yeah, that's just not... I, I'm i just not cool with that. <laughs> I'm just not. Uh, <laughs> you, you call me whatever you would like, but I am not fucking cool with that. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, as as one should be. Oh, <laughs> uh, so yeah. I mean, separate art and artist, but like, also try not to give them money. Yeah, just do your best to like get a second hand, or if you are one for a pirating, maybe try and do that. Maybe allegedly, <laughs> not legal advice. Oh, nothing we say. <laughs> <laughs> This is not advice. No, yeah, none of this is actual advice because we're... Um, we're just two idiots sitting in a basement talking into microphones. That's what we are. <laughs> yeah. I'm in very close proximity to drums. Did you guys know that? Yeah. My guitar's right next to me, as a matter of fact. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, anyway, you got some slightly less bad news? I don't know about slightly less... Um, because it pertains to something closer to our stretch of, you know, neck of the neck of the woods over here. Um, recently, there was a four murders that happened up at U of I. Oh uh, right, local right. Local university. Quick, quick thing. I am. Um, 
I have been really disgusted with a lot of the people who are, like, really fucking into this. Um, so I'm probably just not gonna do true crime episodes for a little bit. Um, those people have really turned me off of just the people who listen to true crime stuff. <laughs> like, they're really... People just in every comment section of any article about these murders is just like way too into it and this is something that is happening these families are affected right now um this is not a documentary about people from 50 years ago like yeah you need to <laughs> like people just have no it's always been that way man i i know but it's real like, gross that's... That's just the way the human brain works. We're fascinated by these things. And some people get more extreme. Like, it's just in human nature. For Some of us are just more extreme than others in certain aspects of life. And when you get that fascinated by something, sometimes fascination turns into being a zealot. And being a zealot turns into outright obsession. <laughs> like, it's a... It's it's, it's a, weird. It's a weird thing that happens, it's true. It's weird it's, and makes me uncomfortable. Uh, seeing it firsthand has really um, just made me uncomfortable. Uh, well, that's also just because now we're more open to... We can communicate with literally anyone anywhere. Yeah. Like, the, the internet has granted us this ability for literally every person with a phone in their pocket can have an opinion on something and post it, and people will see it. Yeah. Hot like, take, you just don't have to have an opinion. Yeah, or if you do, you don't have to shout it from the rooftops. Yeah. If you're having a personal conversation with a friend, that's one thing. If they ask you and you're having a conversation that happens to be about that, yes, express your opinion. Right. That's fine. Right. But um, also, you just don't have to have an opinion. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's... It's not a prerequisite for a thing. No. Like, you can be that's... like, I do not know or care about that. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then you can just move on like, and then talk about something you do know or care about. You don't have to have an opinion. Hot yeah. take. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Very much so. Um, but recently, uh, there was a series of murders, or four. It all happened like at once, pretty much. Yeah. And, um, at this point, they have a suspect in custody. Um, Let's not use his name. I'm not using any names, actually, Good. for any of the things I'm going to talk about. Cool. Um, but they have a suspect in custody. He was reported as saying a few weird things after they brought him in. Like, there was one report of the... They were having him... They had him in the interrogation room or whatever, and apparently he uh, said... He looked at him and he's like... Um, so I'm the only one you've arrested so far? Uh. <laughs> Just, like, asked that as a question casually. Mm. <laughs> um, but no, what I wanted to talk about was something appalling that I've seen happen okay. since then. There is uh, a, a TikToker who has posted some videos claiming that she knows who did it. And she isn't even from around. I'm pretty sure she lives in, like, some other state. Colorado, maybe? I don't know. I don't okay. know. But she, I know for a fact she doesn't live up there, and she doesn't go to school there. Not part of that. Right. But, and don't feel bad for laughing, because it gets, it's ridiculous. This is the silliest fucking thing, but I'm just appalled. She is a, uh, a tarot card reader. Okay. And apparently the cards have told her that it's one of the... A female professor that lives at... Or works at the, the school. Of course She's the one that did it. She's the one that killed these, these kids. Um, she's also made up some crazy... It sounds like a erotic fanfic what? story about <laughs> what? how this professor, even though she's married and has kids, is actually a, a closet lesbian, but her traditional mindset, she can't, she, like, she was, like, having feelings for this student, but her in her traditional mindset, she oh. couldn't wrap her head around being a lesbian and leaving her husband, what? and so it, she <laughs> killed these kids instead, and, like... 
What? Yeah. <laughs> and then she No, gets, there can't be more. She gets absolutely shat on by the internet. Obviously. Good. Yes. Right? Good. Talks what? about how she's not going to be posting about it anymore. Comes back just a couple days ago. And she's talking about how she was trying to not talk about it and wasn't going to do anything about it. But then she went to sleep the night oh, before. Oh, God and damn it. And in her dreams, the parents of one of these dead kids came and cried with her and talked with her and proved oh my to her God. in a dream that it was the woman that did it. And so she is, like, coming back, doubling down on what she said before based on a supposed dream she had. And then she ended the video. Stop. She ended the video by saying, anyone that doubts me, anyone that doesn't believe me, and they're saying I'm wrong, when I, it comes out and I get proven right, you don't delete those messages, don't delete those tweets. You stand on the words you said. I will. You're <laughs> wrong, and what the fuck is wrong with you? They have, th this... Poor woman that she is, like, trying to ruin the life of for I don't even know why. Yeah. I, the, did she is, go to school there and just have a shitty time no, with No, I don't think she has had any connection with that school in any way. I don't understand at all, then. Um, but she is, like, trying to ruin this woman's life for, like, no reason. Um, obviously, um, the woman's um, suing her for defamation. Good. And trying, I believe, to also sue TikTok because they won't take the videos down. They really should stop her. They should really ban that account. Just <laughs> like they've banned people for less, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Like Twitch does that shit all the time. If it's and if and it's she a doesn't bannable even... offense and it's too clickable, eh, maybe it's less bannable now. The the and the last one I was just talking about the video where she was talking about having the dream. That video happened after the defamation lawsuit started. She was already being, like, the video said been, like, she said she was going to stop. She was being sued for defamation and then comes back and makes this video, doubling down on what she said. Uh, <clears throat> I actually feel a little bit sick about that. I, it like I said, I'm appalled by it. Like, what... Whoever that TikToker is should um really just stop and um, reevaluate because what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, and like, and obviously like we don't want people to go out like that's why we're not using names. We're not trying yeah. to get people to go out and actively shit on these people or anything yeah. like that. But that behavior is fucking appalling. That yeah. is it's, what the hell. Don't I don't can't, do that. I just don't understand. That's yeah, that's my piece of more heavy news today. Cause I was just like, what, what? <laughs> yeah, goddamn. That's fucked up. It's absolutely ridiculous. Do we have any lighter news? Um. Oh, oh. Um. Elon Musk got a Guinness <laughs> World Record. Yeah, he is for losing the most amount of money in the shortest amount of time. I'm pretty sure is what it was. Um. No, I think that one still goes to. Uh, Bankman freed oh. for the fourteen billion in a day. Oh right, but right. he he lost the most money over the course of a year, ah. which totaled almost two hundred billion. I think. <laughs> Imagine tanking your own stock so <laughs> hard while you're fucking up on buying a like not profiting company. That's so funny. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my God! Yeah, I believe it. It was about two hundred billion over oh, the course of a year. He also lied about the emerald mine existing, and has tried to scrub the interview where he bragged about the emerald mine existing. Him and his parents have been trying to make people forget about that for years. <laughs> that's a that's where they got like all their wealth, all their and... fortune. Yeah. Yeah, him and his parents have been trying to sweep that under the rug for so long. Yeah, well, we're going to keep talking about it. Maybe I'll even call this Elon's mine. <laughs> See if it gets taken down. <laughs> Elon's mine palace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Because... Uh, 
he got all his wealth from an emerald mine. Yeah, 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 yeah. From, yeah. from blood diamonds, yeah. if you want to be clear. Yeah. Like, actively not cool. I was making a pun about the mind palace. Yes, yes, it's very good. Isn't I just it... wanted to clarify for anybody who wasn't aware, like, that's yeah. where all of you No, no, jokes are better are. when you explain them, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, I, I also wanted to talk about the OGL 1.1 and everything that's happening with um, uh, the tabletop, the Wizards of the Coast tabletop games right. at the moment. Right. Because as active players of Dungeons & Dragons, this, I mean, it doesn't affect us. It's not like we make money on it or anything, but it does affect us at the same time. Yeah. Like, I, I don't actually know anything about what's going on, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be learning. Okay. I, I've seen the memes. Mm-hmm. Because I'm in a lot of D&D groups, but I just don't know. I don't even know what OGL is, if I'm being totally honest with you. So, um, so yeah. basically, back in August, okay. uh, Wizards of the Coast announced 1D&D, which right. is, some people are calling it, fi- it's kind of like a version 5.5. Right. It's a backwards compatible, like, update expansion to D&D that includes a lot more, like, technological things. D&D Beyond is included as part of, like, the tools. All right. There, there's a lot of different things that they can't wanted to incorporate. can we use D&D Beyond for D&D now? Yeah, yeah, we can. If you want to use full D&D Beyond, you have to... There is a paid subscription. The paid subscription gives you every single book that D&D has, like, all of everything... Right. You can pay for that, so they're just available to you at any time. No, I think no, there's a well, subscription for... No. Well, okay, so, yeah. That's... Unlimited characters, and then there's one for, like, you can buy the books within the thing. Right, so, I, my, but my question is, like, um, why would that be a feature for a new one? Well, it's just one of the things. It's... It, Quoting from the article right here, it's a backwards-compatible update to the existing 5th edition that incorporates new digital resources. Okay. That's what 1D&D was supposed to be. Okay. That doesn't sound bad, but I don't Um, fully understand what you could add digitally that you couldn't do digitally with 5e normally. I don't know why you wouldn't just add digital resources to 5e if this is the case. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't understand the way it works. They probably had a bunch of new things they're planning to come out with that are going to be included in it, right? Or whatever to make it, you know, right. a full thing. Um, so, damn it, I lost my spot for a second. Um, so what did you get for listening to me? <laughs> so, the existing OGL or Open Game License. Mm-hmm. Um, is a public copyright license that, with some reasonable restrictions, allows anyone to publish and sell royalty-free D&D materials. Basically, it allows our homebrew thing, if we put that on the internet, made money on it, we can do that without paying money to Wizards of the Coast and Hasbro, because there's an open game license. We have modified their game enough that it is considered open and fair use. Right. Um, so... I would say that we have. <laughs> I... So the the update to the OGL, the, the OGL 1.1 right. now, is deauthorizes the original one, but completely. Just oh. cancels it. And there's, like, a bunch more restrictions and things on how you're able to monetize your your content. Because, essentially, they're calling it third-party content. They gave you the game, you modified it, made it your own game. What? How are they going to distinguish that between, say, like, that and Pathfinder? Somebody who's modified Pathfinder, are they going to sue everybody who uh, makes that's it why, tabletop? That's why this is coming down from Hasbro. It encompasses all tabletop games. Yeah, see, that's fucked up. They can't really do that, can they? Yeah, they can't, because they own them. No. D&D, Pathfinder, Wizards of the Coast, and by extension then Hasbro, because that's their parent company, owns all of that. The Gygax estate doesn't own that anymore. Well, I understand they would have sold that off, but, like, 
that's just the like can you just own a broad concept there's been lawsuits like this over video games like you can't really just own a broad concept of a game like like you can't own a 3d platformer you can't own like the reason there are so many mario clones is because you can't own that style of game like okay so, I don't understand how we could do this in the physical, but not in the digital. So, the, it's hitting... Here, I have a small list of some of the games it's going to hit. It's going to hit, obviously, D&D, all editions. Doesn't matter what edition of D Dungeons & Dragons you play. All editions. Pathfinder 1st and 2nd edition, 13th Age, Fudge, and Traveler. I don't know what the last three are. They're all tabletop games, essentially. Right. Um, Warhammer 40k, don't think you have to worry. I don't think Wizards owns Warhammer. Okay. I don't... I'm not sure about that, but I, I don't think so. <laughs> A lot of people play Warhammer, man. <laughs> um, Maybe we should try Warhammer if this any of this goes through. Warhammer is a lot... It's big armies. You need huge tables to set up full armies on maps, and you do... It, it's a lot different than... We have floors. <laughs> We have children and animals. I'm not having a baby soon and also have three cats <laughs> and a dog. And another child. And another child. When Wait, we play he... games, my child's here. Sometimes another one of our friends brings his two children. It would be a lot more difficult to play army men on the floor with you guys than it is to sit around the table and play D&D. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Army men on the floor sounds so fun, though. I know. Like, <laughs> I, like, I want to be a kid again, too, man. I get it. But it's, when you're actually strategically doing it, and the kids are like, we want to play army men, too, and we have to be like, no. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and anything previously published and made being sold, also not, not going to fly. So, like... What? All the old critical role... And everything like that that they've been monetized and making money on for all this time. One of my favorites, I don't know, because I haven't talked about it, but I listen to High Rollers D&D &D a lot. Uh, this is going to affect everyone that plays these games is going to be hit by this. So any previously made content cannot be sold anymore. Um, all of those other games, are th they're going to be being shit now. And... Um, for the largest content creators in the industry, Wizards will institute a 25% tax on all sales above 750000 Wow. Yeah. So, what the fuck is wrong with people? The new OGL also says that Wizards, quote, can modify or terminate this agreement for any reason whatsoever provided we give 30 days notice. Yo, that shit fucked. This also affects a lot of people because there's a lot of people that do things like they will write their fun own content, they'll make their own fun classes and things like that. Yeah. And then like if Shout they Shout out Sans Pants who sells D and D content. Exactly. And when they, they make their stuff and then they make their own books and sell them and uh, Kickstarters happen all the time for new games that use D&D for a backbone and things like that. Like Yeah, there's a lot of custom books and stuff. Like There's a lot of people who write stories based on this. Like, are, are they including that? Because that's, that's fucked up. Books, animations, TV shows, anything that's not owned and done by them. Is the, uh, are there civil lawsuits already in place? Because there ought to be civil lawsuits. There's a lot of petitions, but that actually brings me to right before we started. I was looking around at some stuff, and I found what is it seems to be from what I researched on it a credible uh, seems to be a credible leak. Okay. So credible leak. So still grain of salt. Yeah. He says, I'm an employee at Wizards of the Coast, currently working on D&D &D Beyond and with D&D &D business leaders on the health of the product line. If you want, and then, then the post, they say, if you want, I can provide proof of this. Okay. And it says, I'm sending this message because I fear for the health of the community I love, and I know what the leaders at Wizards of the Coast are looking at. 
They are briefly delaying the rollout of the OGL changes due to the backlash, because obviously everyone is throwing a fit. Um, the, right. Their decision-making is based entirely on the provable impact to their bottom line. Specifically, they are looking at D&D Beyond subscriptions and cancellations as the quickest financial data they currently have. They are still hoping the community forgets, moves on, and they can push this through. I have decided to reach out because in my time at Wizards of the Coast, I have never once heard management refer to customers in a positive manner. The communication gives me the impression they see customers as obstacles between them and their money. The D&D Beyond team was first told to prepare to support the new OGL changes and online portal when they got back from the holidays, and leadership doesn't take any responsibility for the pain and stress they cause others. Leadership's first communication to the rank and file on the OGL was 30 minutes on the 11th of this month. This was the first time they even tried to communicate their intentions about the OGL to employees, and even in this meeting, they blamed their community for overreacting. And then, once again, they're looking for D&D Beyond subscription cancellations as a sign of their financial status. Oh my goodness. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it is. Entirely. I, I don't... <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, so basically they're trying to shut down literally everyone who's being creative, who's making new things with the game that was designed for you to make your own world, to make your own new thing. Like, that is the point of this game. Yeah, the rules and the things are there. They're, they're not really rules, though. They're more guidelines that are in place to give help you give structure to your world. You're allowed to they're take more them away. guidelines. <laughs> well, it's true, though. <laughs> like, it, it just is crazy to me that... And, and yes, they can, they can do that. It's I mean, there are people... And we are lucky enough to live in a day and age right now where people can actively shout. I mean, and this is one of those times where those opinions, when you're trying to shout at a corporation, shout them from the rooftops because yeah. that's all that they listen to is massive amounts of people saying the same thing because yeah. that's how they get their money. Right. And people are just going to keep doing this. Like, you're not actually going to stop anybody. You're just going to create a weird new underground market. Yeah. Which is really odd. Mm -hmm, it's really odd that they don't know that, and it's really odd that they would try and do this in the first place. Because like, we, we've never had to try to hide that you're making fun new things in D&D before. Like, no. why? Like, that? No, so what's going to happen is we're going to, like, form guilds underground online... And people are gonna have underground online start content swapping guilds. custom stat blocks on the dark web. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'll have whole dot onions dedicated to D and D. Is that still a thing? Probably not. Because I, I know about it. I was about to make a joke for. Something about red rooms for the people who knock them out. <laughs> I don't know if that... It's probably not a thing anymore either. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm outdated even in my dark web lore. <laughs> right? I know. I'm so out of touch with the world. Um, <laughs> the, the last little bit of news I have was um, the fun little hashtag I saw going around. Hashtag sell the Snyderverse. Oh, right, In which right. people are trying to get... Warner Bros. to sell the Snyderverse to Netflix, I guess, yeah. so that they can continue it, which Zack Snyder has actively liked a couple of the posts about this, so while he hasn't said anything, it also doesn't seem like he's opposed to it. In fact, may encourage it. I don't know. <laughs> like, that's all speculation. But I... What do you think? Is that a good idea? Is that a good thing? Say they bought it. Do you think that's a good idea for them to buy the Snyderverse and let him keep making it? I think no. 
I I think uh, I I I did mention this when you brought it up before, but I I just don't think Netflix has the resources necessary to make it successful. Um, from what I've heard, they've had a lot of losses, like more often than not, at least in the last like five or so years. So um, the like the amount that especially um, Warner Discovery now would want to charge them for the rights in the first place would be probably more than they could afford already. Yeah. And then on top of that, producing those shows to the caliber that the fans expect, uh, that's going to cost. Yeah. And it doesn't so, matter if you have Zack Snyder directing it. If you don't have the budget for everything, then it, it's yeah. not going to be what you want it to be. Yeah, exactly. So it's... Uh, I, I just don't think that it could work like that. And, I mean, we talked about rights issues. I don't think there would be that. that I don't think that would be the issue because they could sell specific rights for, yeah. for that particular version of those characters. But, but that would also mean continuing the Snyderverse would mean getting everybody getting, back. Getting everybody back. You would need Gal Gadot back as Wonder Woman. You mm-hmm. would need... You would... <laughs> You need I, bat bat fleck again. You <laughs> need like. <laughs> All right, so I heard this secondhand, but um, I I I heard that uh, Gal Gadot got sent the Wikipedia article for a character arc in an email. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not sure what the context of that is, but it seems really funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not her. She didn't write that movie. <laughs> no, yeah, I think it's just like her. Like there were various rumors of her just not really getting how movies work. Like, <laughs> like during filming, she just like not get to like why that was not in sequence or whatever. Yeah. Just like not understand why the character went that way or whatever. Huh. There were just rumors of it, and like. That was just another one that I heard, and I just thought that one was particularly funny. That because is... Because why would you... Yeah. <laughs> That's... What's the purpose? <laughs> yeah, I, I, like, I'm just not sure of why that would happen. <laughs> like, do you really just... Do you need an explanation on all character arcs, or, or did you not understand something so hard that somebody felt the need to send that to you? Like... <laughs> That's what my mind jumped to immediately, was that... Someone was just like, okay, she clearly doesn't get it. Uh, let me just send her this article. Maybe this will help. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. So I just I just don't know about the reality of getting any of them back in there anyway. So Especially when Warner Bros. Discovery appears to be keeping Ezra Miller. After all the times we berated you, Warner Bros. Discovery, after all these times, how many times have we sat down and we've had these talks? And we're we like, talked about the entire production of the Flash movie for like an hour and a half, actually. That was one of the longer episodes. Yeah. We just talked about the Flash's production and how fucking awful it's been. <laughs> and and you keep you keep going with with the person who kept making it awful. And who like, knows if we're even going to get it at this point. And now you're talking about keeping them longer, which I guess if they're keeping him longer, then we will have that movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm hoping they're keeping them for just this movie, and we're gonna get like a flashpoint to somebody else, and maybe just start a like new timeline with Flash. But it doesn't look that way, man. Look, look, I can hope because uh, like because if they start a new timeline with Flashpoint right there, then they can go right into Blue Beetle off that new timeline, and then it doesn't have to be part of that old universe. You know, and I I just had a thought. You know what might be happening? What? What if it's... I mean, it's Flashpoint. It's still Flashpoint. What if... Like, Flash... Flashpoints himself into a new universe. So he's still Flash, but everyone else is new. 
that also might happen, but I don't want that. <laughs> yeah, I know you don't, but I think based on the, what they're saying, that's what's happening. I mean, that's probably the most likely solution, but, like, it would be great if they were like, okay, we need to get you back to your universe. Our Flash will help you. Bye <laughs> 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 bye Yeah, I don't think so. As funny as that would be, they just, like, like Superman on one side, Batman on the other, they pick him up by each arm and they throw him through the portal. <laughs> Well, no, I assume there would be, like, some fun interactions between Flash and Flash, and they'd have to, like, figure out the whole treadmill thing again or whatever, whatever they did this time. Right. So. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. It just seems bad. It seems bad that they're going through with this, and maybe they should just start over with Blue Beetle and make sure Blue Beetle's good. Please make Blue Beetle and I'm make it I'm scared. Good. We haven't heard anything about it for a while, and I'm I'm scared for it. Me too. <laughs> I'm scared for it. I don't know, man. Gosh. <laughs> man, I'm... It wouldn't surprise me if James Gunn just like, nope, chop it. I'm starting over. Man. Ezra, you stay here. <laughs> I don't see why you would do that when it's like... Like I talked about in the past, it's all new actors, like, all new directors, like, it's Latinx directed, Latinx performed, looks good. Yeah, I know. I, oh, trust me, I know. I, we, out of all the things that we've lost over the, this little shit show that WB's been putting on, like, I think a, a few of them would have been good. I bet the Batgirl movie would have kicked ass. Oh, yeah. I bet it would have been sick as hell. Yeah. I would like to have seen whatever that was supposed to be. Right? I don't even I don't even think I would have minded if it was that bad. Like. Yeah. It was, you never get Batgirl movies. That would have yeah. been awesome. Ugh. Depressing. Yeah. Yeah. DC, the depressing company. <laughs> A lot of companies are depressing right now. They really, really are. Man. It's ridiculous. It's awful. It's awful. It's awful. <laughs> make fun of the way I talk? It's awful. <laughs> How dare you make fun of the way I talk? But it's funny. <laughs> I don't mean... Does that accent just kind of comes out sometimes. I don't intend for that to happen. It just kind of does. My ex used to laugh at me sometimes because apparently when I get super into something, I get this, like, really country accent. Sometimes it's really funny. Growing up in the boonies, I guess. I don't even realize I'm doing it until people point it out. Like, I didn't know for the longest time that, like, like the way, like, words that end in I-N-G, leaving the G sound off of that, so instead of saying something, you say something. That's, like, a thing that only happens really around our area in the Pacific Northwest. I went down to California, and people were like, you talk weird. You from Idaho? <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah, and they're like, everyone from Idaho I know doesn't say the G on the end of their words. That's what? a weirdly and then I started... specific thing. But there's a lot of people that do that from all around the country, I'm sure. I guess. I mean... But it's probably just like those people encountered a lot of Idaho. I guess. I mean, it's just like... You, did you know that fry sauce is a thing that's only really found around here? Yeah, I did find that out. and no, that's weird. Fry sauce is really good. No, it's not. It's awful. The fry sauce is amazing. It's gross. If you want a really basic fry sauce, just mix ketchup and mayonnaise. Yeah, ketchup and mayonnaise. That's... If you want to, you know, do the thing right, you add a little bit of salt, a little bit of pepper, a little bit of lemon juice, a little bit of horseradish if you're feeling spicy. Uh, if you like, you can put just a bit of hot sauce in there. Mm -hmm. Maybe some mustard. Yeah. Just a dash, not a lot. Yeah. 
There's, I mean, you can doctor it up and make it better. <clears throat> I just don't really like ketchup and mayonnaise enough that when you mix them together, it's still not good to me. You know what I mean? This is awesome. It has nothing to do with my last name being Fry. Also, bite-sized steak. That's a thing that's only around here. Go to that Cal. cannot be. It's true. Bite-sized steak is so easy. Like it, I know it is, but like, it's not. It, it's a Pacific Northwest thing. Clam diggers, Pacific Northwest thing. I went to California. That that one's true. I found that out on my own. I went to California. I ordered a clam digger, and they're like, "A what? <laughs> like a clam digger, like a Bloody Mary, but with clamato juice instead of tomato juice." And they're like, "I have never heard of that." What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, because it's gross. No, it's not. It's super good. And if I didn't have ulcers, I would still drink them. <laughs> That's the only reason I stopped drinking clam diggers. I know, I know. I'm so sad about it. It's the breakfast of drinks, Keenan. No. Yes. It's all bad. No. How are clams in any way breakfast? It's not just... Okay, so <laughs> it's good. you got the vodka, and you got the clamato <laughs> juice, and then some Worcestershire, and then the salt and the pepper and the Tabasco, and you shake that up, and you pour it in the glass over ice. And then you have, like, some green olives. You get a dill pickle spear. You, like... it's It comes with snacks, man. <laughs> Besides what that dill pickle spear, a lot of people use asparagus. As they don't use asparagus, you use a dill pickle spear, because then you get the dill in there in the drink, and it, like... Gives it a nice little, like, pickly flavor, just a little bit. And then the the pickle itself, you let it sit in there as you're drinking the drink. And then by the end, it's soaked up some of that booze, so you have a nice, like, spicy vodka-y pickle to eat at the end. It's really good. <laughs> Asparagus but, doesn't soak up the booze like that. I Look, I'm going to be honest. All of that sounds awful. I would eat my pickle separately on the side. I do eat it separately after the drink is no, entirely gone. I wouldn't want it to absorb any of that drink. That sounds awful. It's really good. I would give. I would take the pickle out, eat it myself, and give you the drink and order something that sounded good to me because I don't know why I ordered this. <laughs> because it's good. It's like spicy tomato soup that gets you drunk and it's cold. <laughs> All right. Also bad. Oh, that sounds bad. It's like, not as thick as tomato soup. It's it's not. It's good, man. I love a good clam digger. Oh fuck, I love a clam digger. <laughs> Alright, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go over just a game real quick. Yeah. Uh not not a full game. The Ollie Ollie World DLC, I talked about um some of it. I don't know if I actually talked about this in detail, the second one that came out. I'm not sure. Um start talking and I'll tell you. Uh it's in the clouds? In the clouds. No, I think the last one was in space. Yes. Yes, the last one was in space. I remember space. It was voidy. <laughs> um, this one's all in clouds, and um, there's a bunch of map pieces. I have all but two of them now. Um, honestly, I just the last two seem impossible to get. I, I'm just not sure how to get them at this point. <laughs> um, I'm figuring everything else out. I've got gold stars on all the... Like, my my only downside with this, because it is just more Ollie Ollie World, it's got, um, like, three unlockable parts and then a final unlockable part after you get all those, I think. Yeah. Um, I just had it open. I can say this for sure. Uh, yeah, three unlockable parts, the, you know, the opening part, and there's, like, three or four levels on each of them, and then the center part. After you beat all of those. Yeah. So it's like a fair amount of content for, you know, I just bought the season pass. I think it was like 20 bucks. Oh, not bad. Yeah. And so it's, you know, it's a fair amount of content, especially compared to the last one, which had like six or seven levels. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it had some little bonus stuff around the uh, original map, but it wasn't, still wasn't a lot. Um but this one this one had quite a bit of content and it was nice and challenging but like not not as challenging as i would like like yeah. like <laughs> I, I quite frankly it wasn't it wasn't as hard as like the last map mm-hmm. and i feel like dlc should always be harder than the last one like i get maybe coming back into it with a, an easier couple of levels but make them complex and long and then give me harder levels again yeah like 
it it should be harder it should be more of a challenge and it just didn't feel like more of a challenge just That's unfortunate it just felt like more of like the same challenge yeah I, I mean it all looks good um I will say on the switch it does glitch out sometimes even on my OLED it does this weird thing with the loading screen where it'll just like shift back and forth really fast oh no <laughs> <laughs> epilepsy test yeah it's a uh, yeah, so it doesn't run particularly well on the Switch sometimes, but um, generally the flow, like, in-level is fine. It's yeah. just the overworld that's funky. That's not too bad, I guess. Yeah. Could be worse. Yeah. If you, and it's weird, because it feels like it was just made for Switch. Like, the style of Ollie Ollie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the side-strolling skateboarding style is just, like, feels like it was made for handheld. Yeah. So it feels weird that it would run so weird on the Switch for even the overworld, but it runs. So, <laughs> and it is still a lot of fun to play. Hell yeah. yeah, yeah. So big recommend. I don't know if I'd go all out on the DLC until you've like beaten the whole game and just want to play more levels. Mm-hmm. Just don't expect like a super hard challenge to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sounds fun though. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So, Ollie Ollie just seems like a good game. Every time you talk about it, it just seems like a overall good. It's solid. Um, now that you have a Switch, just every now and then, like especially when you're over here and have internet, or you're anywhere you have internet, just check on the eShop. Sometimes it's like 10 bucks for the first two, and the first two are just really straightforward arcade-style skateboard side-scrollers. Mm-hmm. Then they're a lot of fun. I still go back to Ollie Ollie 2, um, Switch Stance, I think is what it's called. But uh, the first one doesn't have manuals and stuff, so there's not a lot of connecting big numbers. But it, the mechanics are still there, and they're a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But the second one is just, like, prime, arcade Like, I still haven't beaten some of the challenges on that one. Like, it's just yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, and the Ollie Ollie World I've done, I've gold starred literally every level. <laughs> and yeah, the only I haven't beaten the the radiuses, which is like the big final um, skate god you meet at the end of the first story, and then you get like a new set of challenges for all the levels and. Not a new set of challenge. One challenge for every level that's just particularly difficult. Okay. And so I haven't done all of those yet, but I've done all the other challenges. Nice. Except for those two pieces of map, I've done all the bonus challenges too. So, yeah. Trucking right along. (laughs) I've effectively clocked this one. Right? (laughs) Well, I have a hypothetical for us today. All right. Take us home with the with the what uh, not real question. Yeah. Uh, that's a mildly real question this time. <laughs> oh no. Uh, okay, you have an avatar-sized budget to adapt one video game into a movie. What game are you picking? Oh man. An avatar-sized budget. Do you have an answer for this? Um, you know, I've been trying to think of one, and I it's weird because I have a. A few that I think would be fun to do, it, to make into movies, but like not one that in particular jumps out at me as yes, I definitely this one. You know what I mean? Right. That's kind of where I'm at. I'm like, ooh, that one would be fun, or that one would be cool. If I have an Avatar-sized budget, I might fund like a couple of smaller movies. Quite frankly, because. No budget really needs to be as big as Avatar's unless you're James Cameron. <laughs> you can make a really good one movie, though. I But I could make, like, four really good movies still <laughs> with that same budget. It's an insane amount of money he spends. I mean, it. he gets results. Don't get me yeah. wrong. James Cameron gets, re- gets results. He raises the bar. Yeah. <laughs> James Cameron does raise the bar. <laughs> Um, so my gut instinct was to say Tomb Raider, because I was never happy with any of the Tomb Raider adaptions that have come out. That's fair. Um, and so my, my gut reaction was 
to be like, I want to make one really good Tomb Raider movie. Don't overcomplicate it. Don't just follow the no plot sequel of, bait. No, plot, follow the plot of the first game. That's it. All right. Like the first, it was a really good game. You were trying to find this ancient artifact for this woman that owns a big company or whatever, because that's what Lara Croft does. That's her job. She's a Tomb Raider. Yeah. And then at the end of the game, like, you have to go down, you end up finding the thing, but you have to go down, like, into this pyramid that leads down into, like, one of the levels of hell, and you're, like, fighting demons, like, there's big, like, centaur horse demons and shit, and all of them are, like, well, it's PS1 graphics, but all of them are, like, red and veiny, like, they, they don't have skin, like, it was really cool, and then, like, at the end of the game, she turns out to be a demon, she grows bat wings, and you have to kill her, like, it's just a good game, it would be a fun storyline to follow, it would be very action-heavy, because that's how the first game was, like, I was always mad that it was, no, not enough action, and the quote-unquote puzzle elements that they tried to add into those movies were, the first Tomb Raider movie with Angelina Jolie, the entirety of the puzzle was, there's an ice cave. There's a bell hanging in the ice cave. We don't know. It's just a dead-end wall. She dings the bell and it slides open. I'm like, that's not a puzzle. The bell was just there. She dinged the bell. <laughs> like... Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I can definitely see that. Like, if you got anybody, like, confident in puzzle writing... Puzzle like solving, like writing, like you know, like a mystery writer or something. Yeah. In there, somebody who's good at that suspenseful, but like, like you have to think about it while she has to think about it, sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that'd be fucking rad. Um. So I, my, my, honestly, my first thought <laughs> was Sly Cooper. Oh, that would be cool. <laughs> um. But I, I honestly, I'm settling on, which is funny, another heroine, but uh, semi-heroine, uh, a Metroid movie. Oh, that would be really good. A really good Metroid movie. Yeah. yeah. See, that, you would use up the budget there, too, because yeah. that's all done in space, lots of CGI, lots of cool effects happening. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who I would cast as Samus, but, like... Oh, I have no idea who I'd cast as, as Lara Croft, but... I, that's not my job. I, <laughs> we are the producers. We're the ones with the money, funding. We have an avatar-sized budget. We're like, we want... Oh, if I have an avatar-sized budget, I'm directing this. <laughs> I was going to hire a really good director. I'll, I'll hire a director to teach me. <laughs> I'll, I'm going to hire David Finch. <laughs> you want me to direct David a movie? David Lynch, like, I'm No, sorry. I want you to direct me directing a movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I honestly bet David Lynch would be down for that. <laughs> I need you to direct me directing a movie. <laughs> You'll get paid a director's salary. <laughs> this isn't about the money for me. <laughs> It'll be just like you directed it, except you're going to tell me what to tell them to do. It's <laughs> not going to be exactly like he directed it. I just want him to, yeah. you know, like, he's basically going to sit back, like, and just give me pointers the whole time. Yeah, see, I wouldn't, I would hire someone to do it. Definitely. <laughs> well, who would you hire for, oh, for a Lara Croft movie, for a Tomb Raider, good look Tomb Raider movie? Mm, that's... It's kind of a difficult decision. I don't know why that would be. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Because it's got to be someone that's good at doing action... But they also have to be good at doing the puzzly other elements. Yeah. Who directed the Indiana Jones movies? Um. Does that Steven Spielberg? Yeah. No, I don't want Steven Spielberg. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, no. <laughs> um. Get Peter Jackson to do it. <laughs> You get who I almost said the first time, Fincher, um, director of Fight Club and other films of the like. Yeah, that, he, he would be good at it. That would be good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's an interesting decision. It's like my other thought, which I don't think people would really know as much. I, w I was uh, thinking Siphon Filter. 
would be a good game to, to put as a movie. It'd be fun. It's, uh, I guess, a spy... It's an espionage game. It's also very action-heavy shooter game. But, uh... It, like you play as a guy named Logan, and you work for like this clandestine organization or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember exactly what it is. It's not nukes. It might be some sort of biochemical weapon or something like that that you're trying to stop from getting out. But it's just a very action-heavy game. It's got a really fun story to it. Like I really enjoyed playing it when I was a kid. Oh yeah. I think that's mostly because me and my brother had fun. There's a taser weapon you have in this game, and it's a taser that, like, is one of the ones that shoots the wire out and sticks into them, right? Right. And you can just hold the trigger down on it, and it keeps shocking them, and you can literally, even after they fall down, you can keep shocking them, and their body's twitching on the ground, and you can keep shocking them until they light on fire. (laughs) And so me and my brother would just tase people until they lit on fire and laugh our asses off about it. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, man. It's uh, a fun way to play the game, man. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, and they scream like the whole time. Ah! <laughs> and they collapse on the ground and twitch for a second and then poof, they're on fire. <laughs> Your character just standing there the whole time, just dead-eyed, just, like, taser-pointed out. Because, once again, PS1 graphics. Right. My gosh. (laughs) Uh, Fuck. That's insane. (laughs) Still makes me laugh, just thinking about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Who do do you think, say, say you can't get the original voice actor for Sly Cooper, who would you cast for Sly Cooper? Ooh. Hmm. That's a... I'm bad at casting people, man. Because there's, like, so many people that that could be. It's got to be someone that's... got to be upbeat. they got to be fun. It's Billy West. It's obviously Billy West. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you had an answer, <laughs> why the hell did you ask? <laughs> I wanted to see what you'd say. But it's obviously Billy West. <laughs> or, um... I bet uh, Phil Omar would have a really good take on it. Too, oh, yeah. Actually. Yeah, probably. That's That would be a good choice. Yeah. Oh, uh, Maurice LaMarche's uh, hippo friend. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> we'll just cast Futurama here. <laughs> Which one's Bentley the turtle? Uh, whoever doesn't get the part of Sly. <laughs> <laughs> Because both of them would have a really good take on it, too. <laughs> See, I think it would be funny to, like, give uh, Bentley to Sam Jackson. Ooh, that would, <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, well, uh, where can they find us, Eric? It's, it's been a while. It's, it's been a while. We've just been we, rambling we, for a minute. We can just keep going on this. Um, it, once again, if you'd like to email us, you can send in an email to us at trueneutralpod at gmail.com. We would love to see some emails. We'll read them out on the podcast. If you have a fun question, a fun thing you want to say, if you just want to call us dickheads, you know, that's fine. All and, of uh, this is okay. And uh, if you don't feel like, you know, opening up your email account and typing in the true neutral pod at gmail.com into the bar and then a, it's a whole subject and body and shit, you, we have a Twitter. You can send us a Twitter also, uh, true, uh, at true neutral pod on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, that's right. And uh, I'm at Mr. Dab himself. If you need me to shut up, you can tweet me and tell me to shut up. You know, that's all you got to say. Just tweet shut up to me. You know? Yeah. I mean, I probably won't, but I'll look at it, and I'll, I'll probably like it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe even a retweet. Yeah, yeah, probably a retweet. Hey, look, someone told me to shut up. <laughs> um, uh, we, got, we got one spam email this week. Yeah! From Kate Alodia. Um, it's Alodia? Al- Alodia? I'm, I'm not sure. Um, greetings from here. Yes! <laughs> I want to know if this email address is still valid to write to you. There is something important I would like to discuss with you. Thank you. Good. And then her name again. Good. Good. 
Greetings from here is my favorite That's thing. That's so good. Immediately, I was, in my head, I was like, psst, over there. I mean, over here, so I forgot where I was. <laughs> Futurama on the brain? I might throw that on while I finish my laundry. Is Joey Mousepad not the best? He is I absolutely best. I love Joey Mousepad. <laughs> what if management remains intragnizant? <laughs> By the context, it's clear what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, my favorite exchange, actually. <laughs> All right, I think that's everything. Um, <laughs> fuck you, Elon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about him carrying that sink into fucking Twitter <laughs> like a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> did you know? Hang on. What before we go? <laughs> well, okay. Did you know oh, Jesus that Christ! He was <laughs> scared me. I was I was opening my mouth <laughs> he for the buy. He tweeted a thing out. I don't remember how long ago this was. It was after he bought Twitter, so fairly recently. But he said a thing where he was like, "Just unplugged one of the servers at Twitter HQ, and the whole thing's still running. What a marvelous system this is!" Yeah. But it also wasn't because there were various outages at the same time. Yeah. Like, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you have no idea what's going on. You can't just unplug servers. <laughs> All right, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>